Thanks for tuning in to Hobbs and Horror Movie Review Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Hobbs and Horror. I'm Eric. I'm a fucking demon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. I'm May and June. <laughs> and we're back again with the surprise movie because Jason didn't do his work after the last episode and have yeah. a movie ready for it, but... The movie we watched today was Low, and it rocks in at an IMDb rating of 6.4. Ooh. Which, again, very high for yeah, us. So very high. Yeah. So you want to start with Gavin giving us a breakdown of what this movie's about? Yeah, so um, so it's the distant future. It's 1997. Um, there's a young boy, um, and his parents have been killed uh, in the post-apocalyptic wars. And so, kind <laughs> not of, what is he he's describing? Kind of he's like, right, he's, he's riding around um, on his BMX bike uh-huh. um, when, he, when he stumbles across a power glove that does the same thing as one of his favorite superhero <laughs> comics. Um, so, him and his, his robot companion um, take on uh, the evil consortium of, of bad guys led by Michael Ironside uh, who, who killed uh, his parents. Uh, when he was younger, which wasn't that long ago, because he's still a kid. In fact, he's a he's a turbo kid. Yeah, that's well, a great. Not, that's not, a really great description of the movie we were going to watch. <laughs> and it sounds like you were prepared for that. Yeah, well, yeah, Turbo Kid. Yeah, turbo Kid's good. Yeah, but we didn't watch Turbo Kid. No, no, I switched it out last minute to Gavin's disappointment. Instead, we watched a movie where uh, a young man. Uh, falls in love, loses his love when she is dragged to hell by a demon, uh, and then uses the ancient book of spells that she left behind to summon a demon in order to rescue rescue her, bring her back from hell. Yeah. Uh, and the entire movie is just following his conversations with the demons as they <coughs> negotiate this... Uh, this attempt to bring her back. I think the yeah. ne- negotiating is a, uh, you know, you're being very generous. I don't think there was a whole lot of negotiating there. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the better word for it would is, be. But, but he, he him was, pleading, him, him pleading, <laughs> and them saying no, saying kind of yes, kind of no, throw some tricks in there, um, but make what could have been like a five-minute transaction into a full-length movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you say it like that, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean. <clears throat> so this is one of those movies that I, I watched a long time ago. Um, this came out in like 2009, and I'm guessing I probably saw it around that time. <clears throat> the reason it stuck out to me is because I really, I'm a sucker for a love story, mm-hmm. especially like, uh, I don't know if you guys ever seen the movie, uh, What Dreams May Come, not horror, but it is a very the depressing debatable. Yeah, I guess, yeah, there are scenes that are pretty dark, you know. I mean, I'm not going to say it is, but it's. <clears throat> It's got its moments. Yeah, but it's a really powerful love story. A guy goes to hell because his wife commits suicide after their two kids die. He goes to hell to try to get her and bring her back. And I thought, like, you know, originally watching that movie, I was just like, man, that is powerful. You know, you like that that kind of love to, like, literally go to hell and back for somebody. Mm -hmm. And I felt like that was kind of what was going on with this movie where in 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 a kind of a twisted different twisted way like mm. uh you know this is about a demon who falls in love with a human and then um somehow they had 
she had escaped hell. And she's got that book uh, uh, that she's carrying around in a briefcase. <clears throat> we don't, you know, again, Gavin, I know you like to remind listeners of this, but spoilers are going to be throughout this. And if you're, you're technically you're not supposed to know that the demon that he's talking to the whole time is the woman. Well, we, mm. You're just going to give it away, right? right yeah. Off the bat. Yeah. All right. So, <clears throat> yeah. But, I wasn't even sure if we had to say it this time. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty obvious, I feel like, as it's playing out, that like what's going on. But, you know, what I really like about this movie is just the fact that, you know, how powerful that is, like a demon falling in love with a human being. And then that human being going to hell to bring that demon back and looking past all the horrible things that make a demon a demon and finding that that whatever it is that he loved about her. <clears throat> and I'll be honest, when I first watched this movie, I cried. I really did. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Like oh, I, I, you're I, kicked I, off this podcast. I, I've, 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 <laughs> I've said he it. He cried, and Hugh Grant wasn't in it. Weird. Yeah, wow. <laughs> well, I've said it. I told you the other day when we were having that bonfire. It, just because I cry to a movie doesn't necessarily mean it's a good movie. Like there is a movie I watched well during COVID that had like. It was a terrible, terrible, terrible movie. But it had but, Hugh Grant. No, but it had a kid who had cancer in it. So I'm like sobbing. And I'm like, why? Like, I'm like mad. I'm like, how can you dare bring this kind of emotion out of me when your movie's this bad? Yeah. You just throw a kid with cancer in there to invoke the emotion. Yeah, watch a dog named Christmas. You'll, you'll start crying. You won't even know God, why. you really want me to see that. Yeah. One of these days, I will. Watch, I will. Watch a dog named Christmas. God damn it. Nobody so, at home should watch that, though. I, I would say, get, or Jason. Not unless you want to join those two those those two listeners who watched Quigley that didn't make it. <laughs> yeah, it's better than Quigley. <laughs> I will agree with you that this was an extremely powerful story. Now, but my my beef with this movie and I guess it's not really a beef, it's just what it is, is that if I were to go to an indie movie festival and yeah. I see this movie, I think it's brilliant. But because of the constraint, you can tell that this is very low budget, and because yeah. of the constraints within the budget, seeing it as just another movie that you see on a streaming service, it fell short in so many ways. Yes. And I think huge parts of that is like... so everybody can imagine the guy is sitting in a circle and the demon is right next to him and can't, as long as he stays in that circle, you know, he's safe. The demon can't get to him. And that's half the movie of him sitting there. Oh yeah. And then even when they go, they have flashbacks and stuff like that, but there's really only like three sets in this whole movie, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. really, really hurt it. You think so? I do. Yeah. Like if the flashbacks would have been more, you know, out out and about like normal things happening mm -hmm. that you would see i think the movie would have stepped up greatly from that but just watching it i was like this is very limiting on how how yeah. simple it I don't was know i if guess. i agree or disagree on that but i don't i don't think that was a budget reason i think that was a deliberate choice like the 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 little stage thing that was coming out of his mind like i I think that they chose to do it that way, not because it was cheaper to do it that way. I mean, it's not like it's that hard to film people sitting at a kitchen table or something. Yeah, yeah I suppose. <clears throat> yeah, I think you just didn't care for the style of it. Yeah, so. and I think that was a big part of Well, Well, it's not even that I didn't care for it. 
it's just like like I said, if I go to an indie movie festival, that's I'm expecting that and I'm I'm completely and this movie would have blown my socks off of most of the things I've seen at an indie movie festival. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like as a as a movie that I'm watching on television, sure. I expect more than that. Yeah. And that's where it really let me well, down. So the reason I chose this 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 movie, not just because of the fact that it's a love story, what stuck in my head with this movie for years, and that's why I remember it, uh, other than the love part of it, is the fact that it's a perfect example, in my opinion, of a movie that didn't quite hit the mark the first like the first time that could be remade. And I've just I've said this to many people many times, and I think this is a pretty common thing in the horror movie community that you know stop remaking good movies. Instead, take movies that didn't quite reach their potential but had a really great concept, remake those movies and do it justice, the mm-hmm. idea. Um, and I think this is a perfect example of this because you've got such a good story. Mm-hmm. And even, <clears throat> like, you know, you know, we've watched many, many movies now um, with uh, that had, like, more of a contained set, and you enjoyed it. Yeah. This one, you didn't, but I think it's more of the fact that they didn't work with it. Like, there was some really cringy moments that we had to sit through. And when there's not, you know, they're not focusing as much on that, on, on really good dialogue, really good, you know, like the, the demon, the way the demon talks sometimes it's just like, come on. Yeah. It's a little cheesy. It's cheesy. And yeah, it's corny. And I feel like this was, this is one of those movies that if they would have, better dialogue better you know cut out some of these musical numbers they yeah did, that, yeah that was which was that just, was another that went on way mind. too long yeah. you know if you did some just some changes like that and then just ramped up the good dialogue there were some good dialogue too like when he's talking about uh you know trying to summon two demons at the same time is like trying to fuck two chicks <laughs> with one dick yeah <laughs> you know i thought that was pretty good there's some good lines but it's it it, it those the few that there are they don't carry the movie but you know, I I do think it's not the set itself that you have a problem with. I think if if it was the same set, but it was, there was delivered better, delivered maybe. better. Yeah, you you could be dead on with that. You're absolutely right. And the other thing I noticed about this movie, and maybe tell me if I'm this was just me because maybe I just started zoning out on the movie. Mm-hmm. But at the beginning, I felt like the humor was was really good like yeah. it kept going i kept laughing and then towards the middle and at the end of the movie it just kind of like they just went away from that mm-hmm. and i felt like that really hurt it too because now that slowed down the pacing of the movie so the pa- movie because you're only seeing three different sets basically mm-hmm. and so the pacing just got really slow and it got boring in a way sure so what do you think Gab? i Possibly. I I mean, I I couldn't pinpoint if the humor slowed down or not. Yeah. I think I know what you mean. Um, and I did like, I don't see, I, I'm not sure if we're talking about the same thing or not, but like you talking about the corny dialogue from the demon, like I, I kind of liked the corny dialogue. Some of it worked, but yeah. I, th- I thought that the, not the demon that turns out to be April, but the other one. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, cheesy. Yeah, the Nazi demon, not a big fan. Yeah. Uh-uh. Like the the main the low demon, like that one. He's alright. Yeah. Whether whether being scary or being funny, yeah. I thought it was great. 
the the Nazi demon. There were some moments that were fine, but overall, that character just did not yeah. really work well for me. And and the musical number didn't help. No, yeah, because no, I'm not a, I'm not opposed to there being musical numbers. I mean, there's some times that works great, um, but I didn't like that demon's musical number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it went on for a while. It went on too like, long. Like, if, would you say you could easily have gotten over that whole number if it would have been 10 seconds done? But, I mean, it was a long It was segment. like a whole music video. Yeah, type yeah. it was if a it, long... If it had just been like one minute, like just like a briefly, we're going to step aside, pull yeah. out some instruments and yeah. do a little thing. Like, that's funny. But they turned it into a full-length song, and yeah. it wasn't very good. Yeah. Like, I couldn't. Right now, we just watched it 20 yeah. minutes ago. I couldn't tell you a single line of that song. Yeah. It wasn't funny. It wasn't good. It was just there. Yeah. And it just wasted time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It almost seemed like it was just a filler thing. Well, and what do you guys think, though, of, of this as an example of a movie? Do you guys think this is a, a concept that could be made into like a bigger budget? Like, I'm thinking, like, no. <laughs> see honestly in my mind i already have a director picked out wow yeah it's wanna, not a wanna, horror director i want to hear this darren aronofsky okay i think he would do a great job with a movie like that i think that this movie i think you're definitely on i don't think it's a big budget movie mm-hmm. because i just think the whole interaction between the person and the demons and stuff i don't know that you can deliver that in a way where a, a huge audience is going to enjoy it. But I do think that done right, this could be like a cult horror classic. Mm-hmm. You know, like this could be a very, very popular among people that love horror movies yeah. type movie. So. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> All right. So here's, here's the thing. Uh, I, I absolutely love your premise here um, in that, why do we remake good movies and not remake the bad movies that could have been good? I understand why they don't. I, I understand why they don't to a point, but it's still stupid. It is. Like, yeah. the first example that comes to mind to me is A Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, you remade A Nightmare on Elm Street, and, you know, fine, I get it. Like, you're automatically going to turn a profit because you got the name value. Right. I get that. But I, I don't know anybody who's like, oh, yeah, that remake of Nightmare on Elm Street, that was a <laughs> yeah. freaking banger. Like, Aaron. No. Aaron. Really? Yeah. Really? It's yeah. A, it, it is a source of contention in our relationship. <laughs> okay. Because well. I, I literally won't accept that she likes it. I, I've gotten better. I've gotten better. Like, I usually will just drop it. Like, because I'll mention it and I'll be sit, talking shit and she'll be like, yeah, I like that one a lot. I thought it was really good or whatever. I'm just like no, no, it's not. Okay. Like, it's nothing well, good about. Well, I I stand corrected, but yeah. But my point being is, is like when you have something that's considered a classic the first time around, mm-hmm. your odds of improving upon that right. are pretty really low, low. Yeah. right? Um, so I I completely agree with the idea of you know all these hundreds, if not thousands, of movies that flopped hard. You know, just tweak them a little bit. Like, yeah, that I agree with. This movie, I don't agree with that about. Really? Why? Because. I don't see them really improving upon it. I think this movie did really well with what it was trying to do. Yeah. Um, the the writing is strong. The the makeup and costuming or whatever, phenomenal. I mean, obviously that's that's where the budget went. 
So yeah. great, great demon work. I've seen big budget movies that have crappier costumes than that. So yeah. great work there. Didn't care for the musical number. Um, but I don't know that remaking it would make it that much better. Here's what I will say. <clears throat> I think if you took this movie and you adapted it into a stage play, Ooh. I think Oh yeah, that would be I th- I think that could work really well. I think it's already got that feel to it. Yeah, it does. It would that would be real. That would be awesome. That's a really good. Yeah, point. that is a really good point. Um, I still, you know, when I say remake, though, mm-hmm. what I mean is more of like a reimagining with the concept of it of the demon falling in love. I don't mean like let's try to do the same thing and just make it funnier. Right. Like right. I think that the concept could be taken in a different direction and be a little more serious be a little bit more like polished polished more like more emotion between the characters of the the demon and and the guy i think i think you know you get the right director in there and i think you're gonna forget all about the fact that there's a close a contained set i i give you that so if if that's what you mean i'm more on board with you because the concept the concept is like older than dirt it's older than B. Arthur. It's old. <laughs> like, I mean, like, like you go back. You can go back to ancient Greece, right? Okay. Okay. <laughs> and find find this story. You got ancient Greece, and you got like Odysseus going down into Hades to rescue Persephone from the underworld. Okay. You know, like this story is old as shit. Really? Yeah. Oh shit, man. <laughs> um, and and what dreams may come, and yeah. whatever. But to my knowledge. It's always, you know, somebody is down in hell or the equivalent of hell, and they probably shouldn't be there. Yeah. Um, They're well-loved. They were a good person. Maybe they made a bad choice or something. Um, So that's kind of the theme. And this one did not do that. Yeah. This one did not do that. Um, It's like flipped on its head. Yeah. Um, It did. It did. Because he's going into hell, sort of to rescue a demon who has changed so not somebody who was tortured by demons yeah but somebody who is a demon yeah and that to me is a different concept now you could probably draw parallels with like um city of angels or um which is a remake by the way (laughs) um did nick cage one was a remake yeah I saw that movie in the theater. Like, yeah, it's, three a re- times. it's a remake of a movie called Wings of Desire, <laughs> um, but but like similar concept there, where where an angel was like, "Oh, I want to experience human love." Yeah, uh, which that's easier to digest because oh, it's you know, angel, it's a perfect being. So the demon thing is a nice twist on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm rambling a lot here, but my point <laughs> my point is like, if if what you're saying is like this concept could be done, yeah, in a, in a new way. I'm not completely on board with that There's, because I do think, even though it's got pieces of previous things, just what doesn't really. Yeah, I mean, it's all been done at this point. There's still that freshness to it. Yeah, there's things I would keep in this movie, remaking it or rebooting it. I guess I don't know. It's I guess it wouldn't be a reboot because there's only one movie. Right. Yeah. I don't know what the hell they call it if it's reimagining. <laughs> reimagining. Yeah, re-imagine. Reimagining. So, like, if they were to reimagine this, I would keep certain things. I would. I would keep the, the contained set. I'd love the fact that he literally the whole movie sitting in the circle. 
I, I actually really appreciate when a movie has a set like that because it forces them to focus hard on the interactions, on the dialogue. Except in this case, with this movie, they didn't really do... They, it was a little subpar. <laughs> but I would keep I, that. I generally liked it. Yeah. I, I would keep that part of it. And I would probably keep a little bit of the humor. I just think that it got cringy or, uh, over time. It kind of... You know, I think the tone... And maybe that's why I stopped laughing. Yeah. Because the humor got cringy and cringy just doesn't think, work for me. And I think when the way it was, it didn't really fit with the powerful message of love. Like, yeah. I just felt like like it should be a more emotional thing than what they... How it played out. And... You could be dead on with that is is that they just had too many things going on here that conflicted with each other. Yeah. It just made it not come out the way it should have yeah you yeah. know like maybe you're right maybe you had they focus solely on the love story mm-hmm. and not had that humorous aspect to it it would have been a lot better well yeah and and on that note other than him saying like oh man i love her and i'm you know I'm willing to summon demons to get her back yeah the flashbacks don't really no you know sell to me the idea of that, how that like she's like this most amazing person yeah. right and that's the whole point right you want you have like in order for you to really be impacted by this film you have to be able to empathize with his situation and you know it's kind of like uh what was that movie that we watched with uh too young to die or never too young to die yeah you know where or, where what movie was it we were watching where the bad guy, we didn't even really get to see that he was bad, and then all of a sudden he... Oh, it's Quigley! <laughs> like, Quigley. Quigley? Yeah, like where he's like, we're supposed to buy that this guy's a bad guy, but all we see him do is just a couple, be an asshole for like oh. five minutes as he's coming into work in the morning, and then he's dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, like it's kind of like that. It's like there's no development. Like, they, you know, it's like the classic revenge movie you have to see the, you know, that's why they show like, like Last House on the Left, like it's so the the brutality that happens to the victim is so that later on, it it's more powerful when they get revenge, you know. But without that, you don't have the revenge just kind of falls flat. It's the same thing with this, like a love story. You have to buy into that love story, and if you can't buy into the love story, then you know what's the point. Mm-hmm. You know, but I I do think for me, like just the concept carried it enough for me to appreciate it and kind of wish that they'd done better. Yeah. And I the other thing I will say is like along these lines is I don't know how you guys felt about it, but when April, so for the listeners, April is the demon mm-hmm. when she shows up in her human form. I mean. That should have been a very emotional moment in the movie, and it really wasn't. It really underdelivered. I it was just kind of it just happened. Yeah. Whereas that should have been a tearjerker moment, and yep. they just failed on that miserably. Yeah, they could have done better with that too. And I, I I don't even know if it was the fact of how she showed up and what was said, but it was just that you didn't realize how truly in love these two people were because they just didn't develop that throughout the movie. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I learned that. She eats funny, doesn't know what Christmas is, and has nightmares. Yeah. That's, yeah. What, that's what I learned about her. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I and mean, which maybe that's all that guy needed, but it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't like, she wasn't the one in a million type, type woman from our point of view, I think. I don't yeah. know. 
Yeah. Um, and and one of the things you said, Gavin, I, that I totally agree with this, is uh-oh. that on the surface, this movie, you watch it, and it's not. Everything about it seems good. It mm-hmm. just didn't deliver. You know, yeah. like, like w- pick apart something. It didn't look low budget. Yeah. I, I mean, other than the fact that you could clearly tell it was very isolated on yeah. sets. And whether that was a budget choice or not, but it flew. It flowed pretty good. It uh, everything looked good, but it just didn't deliver at the end. You were just you weren't as moved as it could have been. Like this could have been like a very emotional story, and it just wasn't. Yeah, so, I think it'd I'll keep the. That. I think I would keep the beginning, and I would I would keep the end. You know, I change a little. Like when she shows up, how you were saying that was underwhelming. Mm. I, I would make that a little bit more impactful maybe and you might not even have to make that more impactful you just in the middle yeah have to establish that love that much but i still think they could have done better with that ending and probably so i would keep the beginning and the idea of the end how it ends but i would in that middle part i think they just kind of flailed you should be cut out cut out the musical scenes and just focus a lot more on on the relationship on their being done them being in love yeah and mm-hmm. we just didn't see any of that because, like, wh- what did they do? They they showed them meeting at a restaurant, mm-hmm. opening Christmas presents. And, her and what wake- was the other thing? You her said? waking up from... Her waking up with nightmares. Yeah, and her waking up from nightmares. Well, that, I mean, that doesn't do much for, you okay, know, I'm making... Kinda, I'm kind of coming around now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming around to the idea of maybe remaking it or... Yeah? Or, yeah, I mean, it's just... I feel like there's so many worse movies that should still be remade first. But I but I I get your idea yeah. of this having such a really good kernel of an idea yeah. and it just didn't you know, which clearly we seem to be in the minority here because the IMDB rating and the letterbox rating are pretty strong. I I honestly was like, yeah, I'm gonna probably blow the lid off of whatever imdb gave this but i'm not yeah like i'm shocked at how good it is on IMDb. honestly i'm gonna give this a lower rating than imdb did yeah i am am as well not Not much lower to give it away but yeah yeah, i am as well not much lower but i mean i i'm surprised by that yeah i am very surprised i'm gonna i'm gonna guess that it's literally kind of why i like this movie is just the concept of it and and people are ignoring the flaws Right, and and I almost wonder, too, if this movie is just small enough where the only people going on IMDb and reviewing it are people that are in that niche that would watch this movie, whereas a lot of these movies that we watch, Mm -hmm. they get pushed down by the fact that some dude that hates horror movies watches this movie and of course if you absolutely hate horror movies you're not going to enjoy this movie yeah i'm sure that's definitely part of it i mean it's imdb generally speaking is not kind to horror films yeah right that's why you can you can get a horror film can get like a 4.5 on there and i'd still generally think it's a good movie it Uh, happens yeah yeah. i mean I, i have seen like movies that are in the four four range that turned out to be like good and i was like what the, what the fuck is going on here yeah. it's just a different audience on yeah IMDb. well so it's, it's it's the transformer superhero mm-hmm. audience yeah so it's Gavin, much more broad so mainstream going a little off topic from this movie yeah you said there was a lot of 
bad movies that you think could be remade. Yeah. What other ones would you put before this maybe that you could share with us? I don't I'm even curious. know, but it just think, think about it. Like I don't have a specific example oh, okay. in mind, but like think of just like how many movies have been made and not just low budget movies. I mean, yeah. like there were mainstream Hollywood movies that came out, flopped hard and we mostly forgot about them. And you know, we could, we could do something about that. Yeah. There's a, there's a number like, so I was kind of thinking about this just, just while we're doing this and I'm like, you would, you had mentioned last house on the left, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was thinking like, well, see out there, there's like a middle area. Like the movie's a classic. It probably shouldn't have been remade, but that remake doesn't offend me as much because that the original clearly had some flaws. As much as it is a classic, as much as I will defend it, mm -hmm. it definitely had some flaws. Um, it 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 didn't have any money. It didn't. It has some really goofy like comedy moments with the police that I don't make any sense at all. In that <laughs> yeah. movie. So that made sense to remake it, and the remake is not terrible. I mean, there are moments that they really they cut out the most offensive stuff of the original, mm -hmm. but they added some new things, like like the head in the microwave is a plus <laughs> yeah and the guy was a total pussy too the, the guy that it, her significant other in the movie yeah was like the biggest pussy in the world it was really strange to see that is actually like the woman well i guess that's kind of cool in a way the woman was the strong one and the guy was not if i'm thinking of the same remake yeah but i, I gotta yeah and last, the original last house like it's a. Uh... It it definitely is not a perfect movie, but it's still like I don't know that I would have remade it because it it holds up in its aggressiveness. Like yeah. there's stuff that I can't believe they got away with in there at the time. I I do gotta comment on one thing you said about bigger Hollywood movies though mm -hmm. that flopped. I don't think I would go that direction with remaking those because yeah. I think when you have a movie that has a lot of recognition because it's a it, it's a big hollywood movie and then it flops yeah trying to remake that when everyone already has it in their mind that that, that sucks yeah is not going to draw an audience i yeah. think the better way to do it is to find these movies like this that are not well known and take the concept go a completely different direction or improve you know and then it's basically new to everybody because most people haven't seen it yeah no i i agree with that i I guess I didn't mean to imply like a movie that like everybody knows. I meant just like a movie that actually got like a theatrical release and then failed. And I'm not even thinking like recent. I'm thinking like 50, 60, 70. So the things people oh. don't even really know anymore. See, I had it in my head like Van Helsing. <laughs> but, so, but Van Helsing's a good movie. <laughs> Fuck you. I want to get... You don't like Van Helsing? No, it's fucking shit, man. Oh! <laughs> fight, fight, fight. <laughs> I I'll, I'll rewatch it. Oh, shit. I, You're going to fucking pick that one of these no, days. No, I'm not. I'm okay, not. Good. Van Helsing, I don't have a problem with Van Helsing. Yeah. All right, I want to get you guys' opinion then on something with remaking these types of movies. Sure. So, like I believe, Gavin, you said, like they made Friday the 13th, which obviously they do that because it mm -hmm. has a name, so they already, they're going to get a huge influx. That wasn't influx. the one I used, but they did, they or, did do Sorry, that I always do the, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So, and what I actually my, don't hate that remake. What my, what my question is, is are movies like this getting remade, but there's no incentive to use the name of the movie? 
again. No, I don't think so. Like, I, I would Not imagine... as much. It does, I would say it still have. I mean, there's remakes all the time. I think what he's saying, though, is like, instead of Somebody's remaking a, the movie, they just take the concept and turn it into a totally different thing so they don't have to, like... Because get, why call it low? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, nobody knows this movie, so yeah. it, it's a great concept, but You could literally steal the concept. And just call it something completely different. Yeah. You know... Oh, maybe I misunderstood your question then. Yeah. So this is what I'm saying is, are these movies being remade? They're just being remade under a different name. And they're not even acknowledging the previous movie because what's the incentive to oh. them to acknowledge that? Because nobody really has seen this movie. Oh, like when Hunger Games remade Battle Royale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Oh, yeah. That's a great example. Yeah. <laughs> Which I wait? Mean, are you saying they ripped off Battle Royale? <laughs> I, in all honesty, I don't really believe that they did, but the similarities are there. Of course, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, but that's and, and how do you draw that line? Because again, every movie or anything, TV, book, whatever, I mean, you're always going to pull from influences. So you're never going to write a movie that's a hundred percent not riffing on something else right but i guess what i'm saying is is that jason is saying they should remake movies like this and what See, i'm proposing is maybe they already are you I just don't, don't realize that the name has just changed because there's no reason to keep that name i don't think they are i i think hollywood it seems to me like hollywood is really focusing on existing brands like existing yeah, franchises. Yeah, but that's on the big side of things, and that's always going to happen. Like, you know. Well, that's what I'm saying is like, I don't think. Have you seen Fast and the Furious 12? Yet? Yeah. <laughs> is it the one in space? Because that's going to be on this podcast at some point. <laughs> I don't believe it's in space. Okay. Maybe that's. Maybe I, I don't the think next there's one. been a Fast and Furious in space yet. There is. Really? Yes. No, oh my God. No, there cannot be. I 100% guarantee <laughs> there is a fucking Fast and Furious that they go to fucking space. I don't believe it. It's true. I don't believe I, it. Now it's that true. you guys started this Fast and this Furious thing, yeah. now I have to tell my Fast and Furious story. So I'm in Bogota, Colombia, <laughs> and I see this big mural for Fast and the Furious. And, and just for all the listeners who don't realize, I live in a very small box, so I have nothing, no idea what's going on in society. I never knew that this was coming out. And I've seen this thing, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, they made another one of these fucking movies? <laughs> And so then I just got curious. So me and me and Tracy are sitting in a coffee house and I'm looking at this thing and I'm like, I got to find out why they're still making these things. And okay. I looked it up and I'm like, they're still making them because they still are making a boatload of yep. money off of every one of them. And yep. I'm like, who the fuck is going and seeing these things? Yeah. Like, like the char main character is dead. <laughs> like, like. What yeah. is going on here? So that that's my Fast and the Furious story. He's not dead if you watch uh, <laughs> if you watch Tammy and the T Rex. He's in that. Oh yeah, Paul Walker. Paul Walker's in that? Paul Walker's the T Rex. <laughs> Wait, what? No yeah. fucking way. Yeah. He's he's like in in the T Rex. He's he's himself early on in the movie, and then oh that's right. He and gets then his into... brain gets put into the T Rex. <laughs> that's right. So then, how does what does he? Just make dinosaur noises. I, I don't, don't think he's really, but I'm just saying. But his character becomes the T Rex. Oh, okay. And and I apologize, Jason. Yeah. 
they did go into space. <laughs> in Fast and the Furious God 9. Goddamn right. God damn Fast right. and the Furious 9. They I went accept to your space. apology. I accept your apology. I can't believe And they I accept went your there. silent apology. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't believe they did that, and they've yeah. still made more since then. Honestly, like. I didn't I'd, kill the series. I don't. There's a lot of series movie series that i don't give a shit about but if they ever end up in space i will watch that particular one uh-huh. like just I don't because get, you want to see how bad it is or i just i'm a sucker for like when they go to space that's like the last you know it's desperate done. Fucking <laughs> attempt. Like, they've run out of everything you know i mean literally you look at leprechaun they went to the uh-huh. hood they went to vegas they fucking they went back to the hood. went back to the hood <laughs> so the only logical next step is space, and yeah. and so it, it's kind of the last. And and you got to admit, like they all do this, but it yeah. never works. Oh, like when are they going to learn? Yeah, yeah, it always works. It always works. it always yeah. works what every time. Uh, Jason X, I think that movie is fantastic. Yeah, uh, and Jason he's in X, space. yeah, yep. Leprechaun in space is good. Hellraiser Bloodline, like I I'm in the minority, and I know I'm in the minority, but I really like that. Which movie. which one? Hell- Bloodline, Hellraiser. Oh, I fucking love Bloodline. Okay, it's really a uh, a like in the horror and pe- for Hellraiser fans, they're really like they knock heads over that one yeah. because it's for because it takes the story in a different direction. It's very very contentious, am- but but I. I don't know if I want to go on record as saying it's my favorite, but I really like it. Other than the first two, it's my. It would be the next oh, one. Oh man, yeah. I just guys want you to know that you know, like the last six episodes of this podcast, I felt like I was kind of coming up to your level, and now yeah. I just feel like okay, I'm way back down <laughs> oh, now. I'm no, like no, 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 no. because well, now, don't now worry, this whole space thing it never works. Okay, don't it's terrible. Now that, we're, now that we're all about the, <laughs> it's I don't believe that Freddy's gone to space though. No, Freddy has. You well, are correct in that. I'm surprised that he hasn't, but I feel like Freddy. They're they're a little more. <laughs> they're taking him serious. Yeah, <laughs> it's not that they're taking him serious because we've seen them not take him serious. Like even back in the '80s, like fucking with the power glove and shit. Yeah, but I don't know. I just for some reason I don't think they would ever do that with Freddy. I think that with Freddy, they they're, they're too concerned about maintaining the the in space. Nobody can hear you dream. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they could go to space if someone dreamed they were in space. Yeah, yeah. That's what they should do. That's what they should do, that's, man. That's an easy out. Right that is. There. That yeah. is true. Or there's fucking people up in space that dreaming. are sleeping and, and dreaming, dreaming. Yeah. and then Freddy comes on the space station and and he pulls them out of the the dream onto the PlayStation. Weird. There's a plausible. Fuck, this is easy to do. Yeah, look at this. Right. You guys are sitting here writing the next Freddy movie, All right, man. Spec script. Yeah, because you remember in the Freddy earlier in the in the earlier Nightmare on Elm Street movies, if you hold on to Freddy and someone wakes you up, you can pull him out of the dream into yeah. the real world. So if you're on a fucking space station and you're sleeping, and Freddy comes to you in your dreams. If you can get somebody to pull you out of that dream while you're holding Freddy, you got Freddy on a fucking space station. All right. We got that on the record. Yeah, if anybody yes. does that now, you owe us money. And, yep. then, and then you put yeah. Jason X on it with them, and then they just try to kill each other. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. But is there an Elm Street in space? 
I'm sorry. No. That was a rhetorical question. Because okay. there's got to be an Elm Street. Well, every town has an Elm Street. <laughs> All right, uh, so where were we? <laughs> yeah, well, we should probably Fuck, do man. ratings on this movie, unless anybody else. I mean, I think our, our general consensus of this is that this is actually a good movie that mm-hmm. just fell short yeah. in so many ways. Yeah. yeah. I it, mean, it's for, you know, I have seen so many freaking movies over the years and it this one i remember if i can remember a movie like you know 15 years after i've seen it like i think there's something there There, yeah you know with how many movies i watch and like i said like gavin you never even watched this so i didn't watch this with somebody because if i was watching it i would have been watching it with gavin the one thing i can say about this movie though knowing you jason i think this is a movie that really hits you in a lot of ways because it's a horror movie. It's got that dramatic love yeah. story. That's a very Jason thing. Yeah. So, and I think maybe a lot of the reason why Gavin is more hesitant to agree with you is because maybe that's not as appealing to Gavin as it is to you. I don't know. Well, you know? it's no teenage cat girls in here. <laughs> well, I, I will say too, just no killer condom, which is, which is coming out on 4K this year. Yeah. And that's a really powerful love story there. Yeah. Did you hear but, about that killer condom coming out? No, I it's didn't. It's coming out on 4K this fall. So is uh, Night of the Demons, Night of the Demons 2, and Night of the Demons 3. Yeah, but they're not killer condom. That's true. <laughs> okay, yeah. but anyway. But anyway, like, <laughs> one thing I will say too that, that really, I think, helped make me take this the love story part a little more seriously too was the musical score the violin little thing that they did i I thought that was really good um i wouldn't change that if i remade it i would do about the same thing Mm -hmm. um i think that really works i just think i would use it in different er different parts because i felt like they did it in parts like i would have used it when they kissed Mm -hmm. and it seems like i think i don't think they did no, I don't think they did either. You know, and I think that would have been the perfect part to use that violin, you mm-hmm. know, like to, to really get people's emotions, emotions going. Yeah. All right. So what's your rating? Kevin's <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck this. Just, I, just, uh, I don't have strong feelings about this one way or the other. Yeah. This yeah. movie, is, I like it, but I just, yeah, I don't have a I, whole lot to say about it. So what did IMDB give this 6.4? Yeah. I'm giving it a 6.2. Okay. Well, that's fine. because I think this is a, a good movie that could have been a lot better, you know, like the concept, like I said, and I I don't think it deserves much over six point two because of the the flaws in it. I I think that I don't think it deserves a six point two. Yeah. To be honest with you. So. Yeah. Okay. You Gaff? Uh, well, I'm not I'm not far off from Jason on that one. Uh, I was giving it a flat six. And, wow, and similar similar reason. I mean, it's still definitely in my mind a passing grade, but yeah. but um, yeah, there was just a few things. I think if they were done slightly different, could have got a seven, could have got seven and a half, you yeah. know. But it it didn't didn't have that, and there were a couple moments that just took me out of it. So it 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 it's not a it's not a bad movie. I would still probably recommend it. Yeah. But it's it's got some flaws, so six. I and I'm gonna go with a five point five on it. And what I would say, this movie has all the potential to be, yeah, like you said, sevens at least if they if it was delivered perfectly. And the biggest thing that 
But what I will say about the current state of the movie is I this is another movie that I think anybody can watch and you won't be appalled by it, you won't be offended by it. You'll but you'll be underwhelmed by it, you know. But, but it's got a lot of good in it. Yeah, it's, it's just engaging. all of it is mm-hmm. underwhelming, unfortunately. Yeah. I found it to be whelming. <laughs> really? I was I, I wasn't It's not all... underwhelming, not overwhelming, it's whelming. I was just whelmed. Yeah. Uh, see, and again I go back to that because I think you look at it as you don't see how truly how good it could be. Whereas I think me and Jason are more on board with how truly good it could be. So you're yeah. just fine with the way it is. But we're like, no, man. Yeah, that was such a good story, and yeah, it could be so be, much more. That may be, but like as as usual, like I've just I've like trained myself somehow to like watch a movie as if I'm like reading the movie, and I thought it was great. Like I think you could even take that exact script and and make it work if you cut out that crappy song. Yeah, because <laughs> um, just the the demon and and. Uh, I don't even know the main character's name, but the demon and the other Justin. guy, Justin. Justin, okay. Yeah. Um, you know their interaction, even though it's just him sitting in a circle. I thought that worked great. Whoever yeah. wrote the dialogue made some great script there. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I thought I thought there was a level of cheesiness to the demon, but I yeah. think where it really hurt was when April and Justin are their flashbacks of them together. They could have made those so much more bet so much stronger and more powerful to really, really get emotional juices flowing. Mm-hmm. Like this movie almost felt like it well, was it was a hardcore horror guy yeah. trying to write a love story. Well mm-hmm. and here's the thing too is like we don't really get a reason for like, okay, she's a demon, right? Yeah. She's been ripping souls apart, tormenting souls and whatever in hell for however long. Like you do. Like you do, you know. And they don't really explain how she falls in love with this guy. Right. You know, like I if I would have been me writing this script, what I would probably have done is shown a scene where maybe he's showing her empathy in some way, like saves her life or does something that is like selfless. Where the demons, like, no one's ever done that. that for me. You know? And then the, that changes her forever yeah, or whatever. Like yeah, like something that's impactful. Right. Th- and But the reality was, is this guy came across as, like, kind of a, just a dopey kind of nerd. Yeah. That's like, I would probably fuck anything that walked through this door. <laughs> and it just happened to be a really hot girl who's also a demon. demon. Yeah. And of course he's going to latch onto that. Like, and- he, he just fell right into his lap literally almost ate his fucking salad and then you know and that was another the salad right there is a shortcoming (laughs) of it is is that they kind of explain it as the the demon falls in love with him because the he had an interesting looking salad that looked good (laughs) and his posture was unique or something like that and that that should not enough for me to get me, yeah. you know, like, yeah. oh, yeah, this is an infinite love or whatever it is, yeah. you know. That sounds all good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm checked out. I'm, I'm, sh- I'm checked, checked out. out. I'm just, yeah. now, I'm, now I'm reading about Legend of the Sand Squatch. And, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> all right, well. Some of the same actors and, and writer uh, for Legend of the Sand is, Squatch. Is Sand the, Squatch, huh? Yeah. Is the next yeah. movie mine? Yep. Yep. So everybody knows what it is, right? I know what it is. Is it Dunstan checks in? No. Oh. 
You don't really don't remember what it is? Tromeo and Juliet? No, kids. Oh, yeah. yeah so we're going to come back next week. Not a, not a horror movie, but some could define it as a horror movie. <laughs> I've always said every, and everybody says like on these threads, like, you know, what's the, what's this horror movie that scared you the most? I always say, say kids, kids every life. fucking time. Yep. Yeah. So we're going to come back with kids, which if you haven't seen it, watch it before next week because so it's scared. disturbing and just wow. Yeah. Out of this world, weird movie. I'm already afraid. So, so <laughs> we will be back in two weeks with that. Do you guys got anything else you want to add to this? Uh, peace. Uh, peace. <laughs> 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 All right. Yes. We will see everybody in two weeks. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in to Hobbs and Horror Movie Review Podcast. Join us in two weeks for another exciting movie review.